there were things that felt icky. It's not my value system to force people to buy, to put time pressure on people. When they say enrollment is open, run, run, run. I want to say, no, thank you. I'm not going to run. I'm going to consider this carefully. This is my effing money. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Cutting Chai Stories, the only podcast that gives grossed out business owners concrete and ethical copywriting tips that they can use in their marketing right away, in episodes of just 15 minutes or less. I'm your host, Jayati Vora, and I'm here to be your editor in your pocket, your guide to the written word, and your shot of confidence that you can show up as imperfectly perfect as you are, and put your heart and soul into telling the world who you are, what you're about and attracting your dream customers in your unique, authentic voice. Today, I want to talk to you about ethics. What are they? Do you have them? And are you living your life and running your business in accordance with them? Are you ready to hear this? Because this episode is all about radical honesty, mine and yours, and I'm bringing the masala today. When I entered the world of online marketing, when I started my own business and realized it was not a case of build it and they will come, but more a case of you have to tell people about it over and over and over again. So when I entered this online marketing world, I had no idea what copywriting or marketing was all about. I had studied communications in my master's program in India, sure, but then I went into journalism. In addition to writing articles and editing them, I fact-checked and I supervised fact-checkers. And over my career, whenever I had to issue a correction to a story, that was egg on my face. Because getting your facts wrong is the cardinal sin of journalism. And I was a journalist for over 15 years, so I had this lesson drilled into me. But then I entered the world of online business, and everywhere I saw things that challenged my reality. I saw incredibly hyped up language about secret formulas and proven frameworks that were the only way to get my clients. All around me were claims about passive income and making money while you sleep off some $37 product. Even more disturbing and annoying was the mysterious absence of a dollar figure in the ad or the sales page. You had to click through to the billing page to even know how much this person's program or product was going to cost. I didn't know it then, but these are the sleazy sales tactics that we call bro marketing. They use psychology to manipulate readers and pressure them into buying. It's the same way that grocery stores and supermarkets use psychology to make more money off customers. Anyone who has gone into a grocery store with a list and come out with double of what they planned will recognize how effective these tricks are. There's a reason that the stores play easy listening or classical music. Because they want shoppers to slow down, for their pulse to slow down, because shopping slower makes you spend more. There's an actual study on this, by the way, from 2010 from by Professor Ronald E. Millman that found that grocery stores that use this tactic increase their sales by nearly 40%. Another tactic that stores use is putting up colorful posters with lots of big fonts and numbers on it and an offer to buy something to get a deal. Problem is, it's often not the best deal. It's either full price or because the price per unit is different than the per unit quote of what's on the shelf. You just think you're getting a better deal and therefore you're more likely to buy it. Why am I telling you about grocery stores though? This podcast is about copywriting. It's because these tactics can be found everywhere. 
on the shelves and on those sales pages. It's not unique to online marketers, but it's helpful to know that the copy is using these tactics so you can distance yourself from the emotional triggers they are pulling and make decisions about how to spend your money calmly and from a place of peace, not pressure. Back to my story. When I was just learning about copywriting and marketing, I did not realize that I was falling for these bro marketing tactics. By the way, you don't have to be a bro to be a bro marketer. I probably bought more programs and PDFs as a result of these tactics than I would have otherwise. And I'm not alone. Those complaints about online marketing I read out at the start of this episode, they're actual things that other consumers have told me in interviews about their frustrations with bro marketing, even if they didn't recognize it as bro marketing when they were exposed to it. And like them, it wasn't until several months into my journey as a business owner that I even recognized this. That even though this seemed to be the way that everyone around me was doing business, I didn't want to do business that way. It took me even longer to figure out that there are ethical marketers out there doing things in a different way. And I'm still figuring out where my path lies. But if you've ever felt icky upon reading some copy, if you've ever felt time pressured, if you've ever gotten an email that said enrollment is open, run, run, run to book your spot, this podcast episode is for you. Because you are where I was or where I am now. That's your gut telling you that you are not a bro marketer. That these words or strategies aren't in line with your ethics. That you don't want to sell if this is the only way to do it. And because I've been through the maze and I can see the exit sign, I'm here to tell you that there is another way. I've learned from a lot of people and you've probably heard me talking about them at one point or another. There's Kathy Heller, the business coach who shows up 100% for our audience whether it's a paid event or a free one. There's Tarzan K, a copywriter who I was attracted to for precisely this reason. She talks openly about how she used to use some of these pro marketing tactics herself and how she's moved away from them now. And there's a podcast I've been listening to lately by Maggie Patterson called The BS Free Service Business. And she breaks down all these tactics for you better than I can. So go listen to that if you want to learn more. And hopefully, there's me. Here's my pledge to you. I won't promise you a certain sales number or a growth percentage or anything squirrely like that that I can't guarantee that I can't back up. No hyped up claims that my clients are unlikely to get for themselves. No hacks, tricks or gimmicks that will make you feel cheap. No treating my clients like wallets, not people. And no advocating that my clients treat their clients that way either. No false scarcity and claiming that this offer is going to go away in two hours when it's clearly not and nothing that needs me to issue a correction. Though I'm human, and if I do make a mistake, I will issue that correction, egg or not. That's my promise to you, and I bet it'll grow and evolve over time. Here's my question for you. What ethics do you use in running your business? This is a hard and uncomfortable question, but do you really put your money where your mouth is? What have you had to change or let go of to adhere to those ethics? And if you've never thought about this before, I invite you to think about it now and share with me, if you feel like it, what you'll be doing differently going forward. I love hearing from you. So if this episode moved you in any way, if it resonated, please let me know. You can reach me at jayati at cuttingchaistories.com. Thank you so much for listening. Until I see you again next Thursday, bring your own music to the grocery store. <laughs>